0: 11 minutes past nine. This is Good Hope FM with uh, Nigel Pearce. Um, if you are thinking about buying a house, you need to listen to this next interview. Property owners face the prospect of owing huge sums of money to municipalities for debt incurred by previous owners dating back 30 years. This follows a judgment handed down by the Supreme Court of Appeal. Uh, Chantelle Gladwin is a partner at Schindler's Attorneys. Chantelle, good morning and welcome to the show, ma'am.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: I could not be better. What were the facts of this case, please?
1: Crumbs. The applicant was a gentleman by the name of Mr. Mitchell who purchased a property a couple of years ago, I think now it is, and at some point a dispute arose between Mr. Mitchell and the municipality with regards to the amount needed in order to pay clearance. And so if you have a look at section 118 of the Local Government Municipal Systems Act, it says that before you can transfer your property to someone else, you have to get a clearance certificate. Now, there are two types of clearance certificates that you can get. The one is called a full clearance or a historical clearance, where you pay all the debt outstanding at the time. And the other one is called an abridged certificate. And you only need to pay the amounts incurred in the two years prior to application for the certificate and not any other debt that's older than that that's unpaid and that's attached to the property at the time. So the dispute that Mr. Mitchell had with the municipality was about how much needed to be paid in order to get his certificate to transfer. So Mr. Mitchell's case originally went to the High Court and there was a ruling there. And Mr. Mitchell's case in particular is is not a normal sale. So it's not an arm's length transaction between a buyer and seller in the open market. It was a purchase at public auction. And this is really important because a couple of years ago in a case called Matabate, the High Court held that seller's purchases sorry, can be liable for seller's historical municipal debts. So when Mr. Mitchell was in court, he was arguing that this doesn't apply to him because he bought his property at an auction. And the high court did actually agree with him and upheld his case, then went on appeal to the Supreme Court of Appeal and the Supreme Court of Appeal disagreed with him and agreed with the original Matabate case, which said that it doesn't matter how you purchase the property, whether it's a normal sale, a deceased estate, or whether it's a, a, a public auction, however you purchase a property, your purchaser can be held liable for the debts of the seller, as lo- or, well, any seller, any prior seller, provided that those debts have not prescribed.
0: Okay, so prescription in South African law is three years.
1: Three years for electricity and water charges, but it's 30 years for rates, sewer and refuse charges.
0: So if you've had five, sixer owners dating back 30 years and there's historical debt, purchaser liable? Pretty much. Is that a fair decision, Chantelle Gladwin, partner at Schindler's Attorneys?
1: Not in my opinion. I think that there are serious constitutional issues which should be raised.
0: What are those issues?
1: Well... In terms of our law, it's quite unusual to find a purchaser who is innocent and who did not incur the debt being held liable for the debts of prior owners. Mm. Obviously, this does happen in certain instances in our law, but it usually only happens where the purchaser is, number one, made aware of the debt, number two, agrees to take it over. And this is quite a departure from that rule. So the, the constitutionality of this comes into play because in terms of Section 25 of our Constitution, everyone has the right not to be deprived of their property arbitrarily. Arbitrarily is quite a loose term, Mm. but it basically means without just cause as determined by a constitutional court. And I would say in this particular instance that because a purchaser becomes liable or, or rather is subject to lose their property because of somebody else's debt, that that constitutes an arbitrary deprivation of the property and is therefore unconstitutional. So that's the issue that needs to be dealt with at a constitutional level. It was not dealt with by any of the prior courts. Is, is, is so this
0: matter. Chantel, do you know if this matter is going to go to the constitutional court?
1: I don't. I know that there's a possibility that it will go, but from what I'm hearing in the industry, it doesn't sound like it is going to go.
0: So, so in other words, this particular decision now, Supreme Court of Appeals stands and has far reaching implications for purchases. Should the, in, let me ask you. Who should the onus be placed on? Should it be placed on purchaser, seller, or municipality?
1: Well, it depends which onus you speak about. But in, in terms of our law, if a municipality were going to try and attach the property owned by the purchaser in respect of old debts of the sellers it would need to follow the normal process that any creditor follows in order to attach a property and sell it um, in order to get the proceeds from the auction to satisfy the debt. Now, it's not quite clear exactly how a municipality is going to go about and do that because normally a court's not going to order attachments and sale of a property to satisfy debt if it's not your debt. So, there are due processes that have to be followed and the courts will have supervision over the matter, but we're not sure yet exactly how it's going to play out. So there, there is scope for a number of different challenges to be brought to this in, in manners which are different to the way that the challenge has already been raised. I also understand that there's a case which was heard yesterday, I'm told, in the Pretoria High Court, uh, run by a company called New Ventures, which is arguing this matter but from a slightly different perspective. Um, and you never know. We, we may get a judgment from that, which changes the scenario, but at this point we just don't know, and the Supreme Court of Appeal judgment stands, and we have to be aware of the implications.
0: 917, this is Good Up FM with Nigel Pearce. Chantal Gladwin is a partner at Schindler's Attorney's. Property owners face the prospect of owing huge sums of money to municipalities for debt incurred by previous owners dating back 30 years. What steps, Chantel, can the purchaser take to protect him or herself?
1: Well, the first thing and the most important thing that any purchaser can do is make sure that when they purchase a property, they write into the offer to purchase that it's a condition of the sale that the seller obtain a full clearance. Not the abridged one where they only pay for two years, but the full one where they have to pay for everything attached to the property. Now it's no guarantee that as a purchaser you're not gonna be held liable for any debts of prior owners because there are certain instances where amounts can be raised against a prior owner even after transfer. But it's the best that you can do in this situation. And then purchasers should also write into their offer to purchase that to the extent that a municipality tries to hold them liable for any debts of prior owners, the seller will indemnify the purchaser, they'll pay the purchaser back. And the third thing purchasers can do is to see if there's an insurance company out there that will offer them some type of insurance. Um, now, I don't even know if this is on the South African market yet. It's quite common in other areas of the world, but uh, I'm sure it will become very common in South Africa now as a result <laughs> of this judgment. But um, basically, you would purchase insurance, which would guard you against the risk of the municipality coming after you for for prior owner's debt, and you would pay a fee for it. And then in the event that you were called upon to make payment of someone else's debt, the insurance should kick in and cover that. But I don't know if there actually are any products like that as of yet in South Africa.
0: Uh, Just finally, uh, Chantal Gladwin, partner at Chindler's Attorneys, property owners face the prospect of owing huge sums of money to municipalities for debt incurred by previous owners dating back 30 years. The three scenarios you've sketched now, does it apply to um, new owners being safeguarded from problems municipalities have with incorrect billing, faulty meters, illegal electricity, etc.?
1: Yes and no. So (laughs) to the extent that the accounts are correct, when a seller pays full clearance, then you should be safe as a purchaser because there won't be any amounts that the municipality will come knocking on your door for a later stage. But to the extent that the, um, that the uh, amounts called for by the municipality from the seller are incorrect or incomplete, and they call for too little, it is, possibly, it is possible for a municipality to go back to the seller later after transfer and say, I'm sorry, we made a mistake, you need to pay us more. And that municipality would have the right to attach and sell the property in the hands of the purchaser for that debt of the seller, even though the municipality made a mistake. So th- there is a, a certain element of protection to purchasers from those, those kinds of errors, but it's not an absolute protection because the municipality can go back if it made a mistake at the clearance phase and claim more from the seller.
0: Just in closing, Chantelle Gladwin, partner at Schindler's Attorneys, that Supreme Court of Appeal judgment is binding on the lower courts?
1: It's binding on all of them until it's set aside. That's correct.
0: Many thanks, Chantal. Thank you. Check it out! Go to goodhopefm.co.za.